Well, happy February the 1st, everyone. This is Lynn Wood, and I am uh, preparing this audio message. It's, it's kind of like a rudimentary step toward uh, moving into trying to put together a podcast called Tomotley Talks, Lynn Wood Speaks Truth. Stuart Guthrie's been a great help to me, and he's arranged all the fancy equipment for me to record this today. And what I want to do is take a few minutes to update you on Fight Back Foundation. Uh, We've got a lot of initiatives going, and I I think you need to know what we're doing because so many of you have donated to the foundation, and I want to always make sure that you are aware of how your donations are being spent. So right now, we've just started off a new initiative with respect to New Mexico, Uh, David Clements, The Professor's Record. Uh, You can go to his Telegram page and you will see information about it, just as you will see on my Telegram page, Lynn Wood Speaks Truth. The New Mexico initiative is, as I understand it, and after many discussions with David, uh, we're trying to put together, in effect, a combination of efforts. A legitimate audit, that will involve uh, canvassing. And the the goal is going to be to uh, fix 2020, and that would point toward moving to decertify, but also to get rid of these computer voting machines and computer voting systems. Because while there is abundance of evidence of fraud through paper ballots, mail-in ballots, I think the evidence is incontrovertible that we also had fraud in the computer machines themselves and how they were manipulated, not only perhaps just the machine, but in the tabulation systems. So David has assembled a tremendous team. Uh, They're credible. They're going to be transparent. And he's working with some great officials in New Mexico to focus on one county there, and we think we can grow a model that can be used in counties around the United States. So every journey starts with one small step, and uh, Fight Back is behind the efforts to support this, this initiative. And we've all obviously asked for your help if you're able to donate some money. Uh, I always say if you can't give money, don't worry about it. Just pray for us because... Uh, We believe that this nation's problems are going to be solved when there is a spiritual reawakening and our nation turns its faces back to God in the prayer and hope that he will restore our nation. So we've got the New Mexico initiative. What else is Fight Back doing? Tomorrow I'll be filing a petition for certiorari review in the United States Supreme Court asking the Supreme Court to exercise its discretion to review a holding by the 11th Circuit, which dismissed, based on standing, a case that I filed with respect to the January 2021 Senate runoff in Georgia. Our position is going to be very simple. Number one, I believe that a voter has standing to contest an illegal election, which dilutes the voters' right to one vote, one person, either by denial of due process or by 
uh, a violation of equal protection of the law. We believe that the law is clear that a voter has standing. And I personally, from a legal standpoint, remain perplexed that standing has been used to throw out voters' lawsuits over the 2020 election, and we want to give the Supreme Court a chance to fix it. The second issue we're going to put before the Supreme Court, once again, is the issue that the Georgia runoff was illegal because it was the result of an illegal election in November of 2020. Illegal based on the fact that the Georgia legislature did not approve changes in the election procedures instituted pursuant to a consent agreement between the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, and the Democratic Party. We believe the, the law in this country is black letter clear. You cannot change election procedures in a federal election conducted in a state without those changes being approved by the Georgia legislature. I filed a lawsuit in November of 2020 on this very issue, and unfortunately, the Supreme Court denied a certiorari review. That denial does not mean that they agreed or disagreed with the lower court. Denial of certiorari review is simply the court's exercised its discretion not to address the issue. Well, a lot's happened uh, since November of 2020, but the fundamental law has not changed. The Georgia election, I believe, was clearly illegal because the legislature did not act. President Trump has acknowledged the same position. Justice Clarence Thomas, in his dissent to the failure of the court to grant certiorari review in the Pennsylvania election case, he agreed. He agreed with the position we've taken. Even old Vernon Jones has come out in recent months and said the same thing. The law is the law, and we've got to return our nation to the rule of law. So we have prepared and will be filing tomorrow that petition. I'll be circulating it on uh, Telegram, and I hope that some lawyers around this country will read it and will go through the procedures to file amicus briefs, that is, briefs filed by third parties who support the position that we've taken, that this is an issue that must be addressed by the highest court in our country, the United States Supreme Court. What else is uh, fight back doing? Well, we've been fighting for some time lawfare. Lawfare is where our enemy has conducted warfare in our legal system. I've tried to keep everyone informed that Fight Back has been supporting uh, a law firm outside of mine, a third-party firm. Ibrahim Reyes has been the lead counsel working for me. Fight Back has funded that effort, and we uh, have uh, been battling the Georgia Bar, who is trying to reprimand me and discipline me for political reasons. I have not yet been confronted with any ethical violation that I have committed, and the fact that I filed two lawsuits with regard to the election that so far have not been successful is not a basis to reprimand or discipline a lawyer. Just because you lose doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. If we start disciplining lawyers because they don't get the result, 
you're going to have to discipline about uh, 75% of the lawyers in this country because they lose cases every day. So Ibrahim, with the help of Fight Back, has been helping me battle the Georgia State Bar's efforts to discipline me. Fight Back also funded the efforts uh, in Delaware. Uh, Ron Poliquin, a brave lawyer in Delaware, Joe Biden's uh, home state, took on the appeal of a very biased and political order by trial judge in Delaware revoking my pro hoc vici, my temporary, in effect, right to practice in Delaware on one case without being a member of the bar of Delaware. That lower court decision was not only factually uh, in error, it was legally uh, er erroneous, and it was clearly political. The Delaware Supreme Court, again in old Biden's home state, in a unanimous decision, 5-0, reversed that trial judge's political opinion and did so by invoking the rule of law. You see, the problem is that we're in an environment right now where the rule of law in our country, I believe, has been lost because the rule of law is being utilized to obtain an objective of the party that believes that they are in power. The rule of law is nonpartisan. When you inject partisan politics into the rule of law, you have lost the rule of law because then the law is going to change based on who's in power and the result that party seeks to achieve. So the Delaware Supreme Court took a political opinion and they applied the rule of law and in a 5-0 decision reversed the political opinion in favor of an opinion that follows the rule of law. That's a courageous court. We need more judges who will resist the efforts to politicize our rule of law and will stand on the rule of law and apply it as it has been applied uh, for many, many decades in this country. I'm also fighting, and Fight Back is, again, helping us with a great lawyer up in uh, Michigan, Paul Stabling, and we are appealing this incredible order imposing sanctions on me in connection with the lawsuit Sidney Powell filed in Michigan. Now, I gave Sidney Powell some help along the way when she was here at my home, but I did not draft or file the lawsuit in Michigan, and yet the judge has sanctioned me as if I was the person that drafted it and filed it and, and argued it. I did not do it. I didn't do anything in Michigan. But be that as it may, what you had in Michigan is the same problem you had in Delaware. You have a judge imposing sanctions on lawyers for political reasons. We have an appeal pending now before the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, and I pray and, and believe that the Sixth Circuit will apply the rule of law, and Judge Parker's erroneous ruling and political ruling will be reversed. So Fight Back is supporting that effort. I'm also involved in certain other litigation that relates to the lawfare, which, by the way, I think is in large part the plan of Mark Elias, formerly of Perkins Coie. Time will tell if I'm right.
So Fight Back has been fighting that battle. Some could say, well, they're helping you, Lynn. Well, sure they are. But it's not about me. If they can take a political agenda and discipline me or strip me from my law license, which I utilized for 45 years to try to do good work without anybody having any stains on my record. I was an ethical lawyer, always have been. But if they can do that to me, then they can do it to any other lawyer. And the problem is not just protecting the legal community. It's protecting the public. Because the public has a constitutional right to competent counsel of his or her choice. And when you start politically eliminating lawyers from the pool of lawyers available, then you are depriving the public of their right under the Constitution of the United States. So the battle is not about me. It's about you, and it's about all the other lawyers. I'd love to see some lawyers in Georgia stand up with courage and fight for me because they're really fighting for themselves. So we've got the lawfare. We've got the new uh, Mexico audit initiative. And we have been trying to move beyond the issues regarding uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm not going to go back through those issues today. I believe that Fight Back uh, acted in good faith at all times. I think Fight Back helped Kyle. And I'm proud of the efforts of Fight Back. And I give all the credit and praise and glory to the donors. Uh, they were the ones that helped him get out of jail in 87 days so that he didn't stay in jail for over a year before his trial. And we were able to resolve the issue of the return of the bail money. Uh, I want to thank Joe Altman and uh, Lawson Pedigo, two board members who helped structure that deal. Uh, it's public. Kyle Rittenhouse, a trust for Kyle, received $925,000. Fightback has returned to it $925,000. And $150,000 will be paid by Fight Back to Rick Schroeder, who loaned us the $150,000 to get to the $2 million bail amount. That's the note that I signed a personal guarantee on, putting my own finances at risk to try to get Kyle out as quickly as we could. So we can now move beyond that controversy, and we can focus on the future. Uh, there are other things that Fight Back is looking into trying to help with. I know people have asked about why don't you help the folks on January 6th. Uh, I'm not a criminal lawyer. Uh, there are lawyers and groups of people that are endeavoring to support that effort. We commend them. We encourage them onward because the rule of law is being ignored with respect to those prisoners. I believe they're prisoners of war. I do know that other issues have been put before us. We can only do so much. Uh, we've got a great group of people on the board right now. Jaron Jackson, who is soon to publish the Live Local Field Manual, Fight Back's going to promote it because I believe that that manual is going to be of real practical help to people who are trying to figure out what they can do to impact their lives and the lives of their community in a positive way. You know, we have a lot of people out cheerleading. But we don't have very many people telling us, what can we do? Jaron Jackson's going to answer some of those questions when his field manual comes out and Fight Back will promote it. Uh, 
Bite Back is uh, an organization that someone asked me to join back in the summer of 2020. Lawson Pedigo and John Pierce, who's long since left the scene. There have been times where I thought, why in the world did I ever get myself in this mess? I thought I was trying to do good, and it looks like uh, everybody's accusing me of doing bad when I did not. But I've stuck with it. I intend to continue to stick with it because I believe that Fight Back exemplifies an example of what we have to do in this country. We cannot accept what happened in November of 2020. We cannot accept the loss of the rule of law. We've got to fight back for our Constitution. We've got to fight back for our Bill of Rights. And we've got to fight back to take our country back. So I intend to continue with the help of some great board members to work with Fight Back. Appreciate your support. If you're able to donate, please do. But like I said when I started, we solicit your prayers because prayer is going to be the, the, the way to resolve the dilemma that our country finds itself in right now. Only God's going to fix this country. So thank you for your support of Fight Back. We'll continue to keep you informed. We're transparent. We have nothing to hide. And we thank you all for your support uh, through what's been some difficult days in the past months where a lot of false information has been disseminated about Fight Back. So thank you very much, and God bless you.